Hey everyone, welcome back to the Literacy-Based Speech Therapy Podcast. My name is Ashley. And my name is Kaylin. We are both licensed speech-language pathologists. If you have a love of picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your therapy sessions, then you are in the right place. Today, we are doing a this or that comparing the books 10 Turkeys in the Road by Brenda Reeves Sturgis and Turkey Trouble by Wendy Silvano. These are two super fun turkey-themed books. We actually have a book companion available on TPT for both of these books because we love them so much. We believe that there is a place for both of them in your therapy session. So we're going to take a a little different approach with our this or that, that there might be a reason you would actually choose one versus the other. We don't really have one that is better than the other. In the past, we've always tried to say why you should choose one versus the other. We're very opinionated. We are very opinionated. And we usually always lean towards the book that has really great story grammar. I mean, a lot of the, you know, when we were digging through the Thanksgiving books, a lot of the Thanksgiving books don't have necessarily a big story grammar. They are a lot of action sequence types books or just, you know, I'm thankful for this or I'm thankful for that. And so, yeah, like you said, typically we say, you know, when you're really looking at books and you're really coming down to which book in your therapy session, you know, this is, we have to like really be selective and choosy. And why are we pulling this book off the shelf to, you know, we have to have discernment on which book is the right one for your session. But this, you know, 10 turkeys in the road versus turkey trouble. One is an action sequence. One, you know, is more, has more story grammar, but there's a lot of benefits to To both both of them them. for different reasons, for Mm -hmm. different reasons. Our series for this or that, the point of it is just to show you guys our process in selecting books. So especially when we come to the holidays, there are so many books. It can be very overwhelming and a lot of great book covers and popular on Amazon. And so it's like, which one do I actually choose? Or or you just have a favorite and you use it every year because it's just your favorite and you have a cute craft that goes along with it. Our goal really is to try to encourage you guys to think about the why. Why are you choosing your book? And not to just choose it because it's popular or because of the craft, but actually because you can get a lot of use with your goals for your therapy sessions. So grab a copy if you have them or pull up a YouTube video, read aloud, and just kind of become familiar with both of these books before you continue listening. We also have a freebie that you can find at the bottom of your show note, and you can access um, our, it's like a blank template that you can take notes on comparing the two different books. So Ashley, if you'll give us a quick summary. Yeah. So I was, I'll give a quick summary. If you're not familiar, I think a lot of people are super familiar with Turkey Trouble by Wendy Silvano. A lot of preschools and kindergartens use it in the classroom because they love using that disguise. So Turkey Trouble is it's like the first in her series because there's a whole series of these turkey trouble books now there's like one for summer and christmas and valentine's day so turkey the main character he's like in trouble because he realizes it's almost thanksgiving and he knows what happens (laughs) to turkeys around thanksgiving 
And so he comes up with all these ideas on how to disguise himself so that he doesn't look like a turkey. So it takes place on a farm. So there's lots of other farm animal characters. And then 10 Turkeys in the Road is hilarious. It's one of those like countdown type books where it starts with 10 turkeys and then it goes to nine, eight, seven each page. So the 10 turkeys are in the road. They're like dressed up as circus performers and you can kind of see a, a circus tent and a farmer in his pickup truck tries to, you know, he's driving on the road. He's trying to pass by and he gets more and more frustrated because the turkeys are acting crazy and the turkeys fly away one at a time, but each time the farmer gets more and more frustrated. And in the end, the turkeys, the clever turkeys, get exactly what they were wanting all along. So it's cute. It's hilarious. The paintings are really engaging. And so this one is, is again, it's very different from Turkey Trouble, but we think they both have a place. And they're it's just a cute, cute book. So 10 Turkeys in the Road by Brenda Reeves Sturgis. The population we'd use this for is early childhood and elementary, and it is an action sequence. So there's not really a plan or a known plan, but it, it is good to use action sequencing to if your if your kids are actually that's not their goal. And it's a more simple story grammar to get to a plan. There is a problem, but there's no like action steps to solve the problem of the farmer getting blocked the road by the circus. Yes. So, so a sequencing is a huge concept that you would uh, use this book for. So again, the counting down, but then it even goes, so it even goes further than that. So some, I feel like like the 10 little ladybugs, it ends at one, but this one, there's a little bit more to the story after. And so you can sequence all of those events and then it is great for illustration study. So for this one, it is fun. The circus turkeys are funny. So it is fun to look at that, but also really is just the farmer looking at the farmer's expression and he gradually gets out of his truck and that plays into the end because he's out of his truck and the turkeys take off with his truck and then he's just left there in the road. But that's not in the text. It's not. And so you have to figure that out. Mm -hmm. So then there's a wordless page at the very end and you have to look for the farmer and he's at the circus and he's having fun. So being able to talk about that now. So there's no like real social emotional concept that you could address with this, but it's just to notice. Look how he got frustrated. And then look, now he's having fun at the circus. I think you could even do, you know, like have your students come up with their own dialogue with the farmer's expressions on every page because he's so upset and so mad. He's banging on the car and he's, you know, pounding his fist and he's his face is just so hilarious. And talk about why do you think he's so angry? Where do you think he's trying to go? And he never says anything. No. There's no dialogue from him. The turkeys say a few things. So you kind of have to understand again this is why we love illustration study and we say this a lot because noticing the farmer's expressions and his body language it's not stated in the text you have to really look at it and and get that for yourself and so the next thing this book is for repetitive text it has a ton of repetitive text so you're going to get a lot of speech sounds with this but it's a number so like 10 turkeys in the road or 9 and then it will say 
a turkey flew away. So the, the turkey, so the er and the medial K and then the initial R road and then that FL blend for flu. So you're going to get a lot of practice with that. So this book is also full. I feel like with simple seek action sequencing books, there's not always a lot of great grammar because it's not a full on story, but this one has a lot of regular past tense verbs. So if you're working on that, and then it does have compound phrases. So the farmer frowned and flashed his lights. They climbed high to swing and sway. So that's really good grammar. There is a lot of rhyming primarily with the word away. So when it says one turkey flew away, there's a rhyming word before that, like day or spray. And then again, the counting. So there's counting down from 10 to one. So it is a really great book. Just fun. It is fun. But again, you know, we talked about this on the last episode, the rhyming. It's not an immature babyish rhyme. It just helps the story flow. So the rhyme doesn't get in the way, in my opinion. No, it does help the the story flow for sure. And so for your maybe speech sound or like your apraxia students for that repetitive text at the, like you were saying, one turkey flew away is the phrase at the end. And so you can point to it and have your students join in. They can just practice that one line. You know, you're really helping them with that, that fluency aspect, I feel like. And then that flu. So like you were saying earlier, there are a lot of past tense, regular past tense verbs, that ED ending, but the flu, you know, it's an irregular verb. So that's a really great opportunity to practice the irregular verbs as well. So Turkey Trouble by Wendy Silvano. Again, so the similarities between these two books we wanted to point out because sometimes... Of course, you would choose one versus the other because you're wanting to address social emotional concepts. But you can get for the same age group, early childhood, elementary. And then there is also sequencing, which will go more into illustration study and repetitive text. So it both of those concepts are addressed in both of these books, but we'll go more into some of the differences. I think, you know, one thing I always try to match the classroom curriculum, right? And even like preview vocabulary for different, you know, upcoming books or, you know, units they're going to be doing. A lot of classrooms are already using Turkey Trouble. And so you can think, okay, if my kindergarten students are going to be using Turkey Trouble next week, this is the opportunity where you want to preview vocabulary for them. You want to preview the, it's kind of a, you know, a pragmatic issue, understanding why a turkey would want to disguise itself. Yes. And a lot of our students may not get that concept. And so you can use this as a preview opportunity. If you're using this book, use it as that preview opportunity of, you know, because a lot of them do the craft. You know, they send home a picture of a turkey. I say the parents because we all know that the parents have to help a lot with those (laughs) activities. But, you know, you have to come up with, you know, feathers or macaroni or you make it a a football player or, you know, whatever to disguise your turkey. That concept may be really abstract for some of our little ones. And so this is the opportunity where you want to collaborate with the classroom and follow that classroom curriculum and to go ahead and work on turkey trouble. You're not just doing it on your own to do turkey trouble unit by yourself. 
you're really helping them better for the classroom so that they are connected and really understand, oh, we're going to disguise a turkey. And I know why, because he's trying to hide and not become Thanksgiving dinner. So like you said, early childhood, lower elementary is usually the students that are doing this. This is a complete episode. So if you have students who need to work on story grammar, the plot of a story, understanding that there's you know, a problem and then steps to solve the problem and a resolution, this is why you're picking this book, right? If you have students who really need that story grammar. So the plan is to for the turkey to avoid being eaten on Thanksgiving. And then the sequencing, the attempts, if we're doing story grammar language, the attempts are, you know, all of the disguises. He goes to each farm animal and like he sees the horse. He's like, oh, well, I can be, maybe I can pretend to be a horse or maybe I can pretend to be a cow or pretend to be a pig or a sheep. And then, so you can study each of the disguises that he uses. And the order, so sequencing, you can do the order of disguises. And one thing I was noticing, so this is another, okay, I'm going to kind of get aside here. This is another reason why you really need to dissect a book and look at all of the language opportunities in here. Because once I started really dissect turkey trouble, I noticed, okay, each animal, the response of why he, the costume wouldn't work. Each animal said, because he says, how'd you know it wasn't me? And the cow says, you are too short. The pig says, you are too skinny. The sheep says, you're too clean. So there's a reason given by every farm animal. And so that's another way you can sequence and like that cause effect or like the reason why something didn't work. So the illustration more for the illustration study is... It's great for comparing and contrasting, which with the literal picture. So you're going to look at the horse and you're going to look at Turkey's costume. And how does he resemble a horse? What did he do that stands out that are features of just a horse? And so you can compare that and really you could pull out adjectives and things like that as well with this. It's not like the there's a lot of adjectives in the book, but you can work on pairing that. So that's the point of the illustration study for this book. It is important to understand why, even with the text too short, too skinny. Also, why doesn't he blend in? What's different? And then the there is a ton. So this specific book of Turkey Trouble, there's a, in this series, there's a lot of repetitive text. Um, so it says like, but looking at blank gave Turkey a new idea. Surely Farmer Jake wouldn't eat this animal for Thanksgiving. And then it's his costume wasn't bad. In fact, Turkey looked just like a blank. Almost. So that almost. So what does that mean? And that's another segue into the comparing, contrasting or thinking, okay, last time he was too short. What do you think it's going to be this time? Yeah. Why did his costume not work? But again, that repetitive text, it really helps our student. At first, it's great for engagement. And then it's great for our speech sound kiddos as well. This book, if you're doing, if you're needing some grammar concepts, the linguistic verbs are so, so good in this, in this book. And the reason we always like to point out linguistic verbs is because Often, and this maybe comes later when your students are writing, is instead of using the word said, 
and it really helps them deepen their vocabulary and and deepen the the concepts and the understanding of the book. So you'll see turkey groaned, moaned, or grumbled. And then you also see the animal responses match their animal type. So the sheep bleated or the pig snorted. And so that's the way that they respond in their dialogue and, and text. So we also love this book for the character analysis of Turkey. Turkey's desperate to avoid being this year's Thanksgiving meal. So he tries those different disguises to hide himself. And, you know, when he discovers his friend Rooster is next in line as the main course, Turkey, you know, he comes up with his, you know, best idea to save everyone's Thanksgiving. So he's not just, so you can think, okay, well, Turkey's not just trying to save himself. He's, he really starts, oh, he gets the bigger picture. I'm going to say, you know, all the farm animals. And he comes up with a really cute idea. You know, let's just have pizza. (laughs) (laughs) And then one, one last like concept is that there are onomatopoeias. So there are animal sounds and then there are a ton of idioms. So figurative language, not necessarily working on it with early childhood. It is something just to expose them to because they won't get the humor. And so quit being a ham, turkey, bad idea. So making sure when you're reading, especially like the bad idea, you give them the cue by making it with your voice. Sorry, the last thing is predicting. So what do you think the turkey is going to disguise himself as next? And then there are lots of sounds. Lots of sounds also for turkey trouble. So obviously with the word turkey, you're getting that medial ER and the medial K sound. You're getting the initial G for gobble and gave. ST blend for the costume, the word costume in the medial ST for costume. You're getting, thank, you know, so Thanksgiving is the topic. So you can work on the sounds for the word Thanksgiving, especially that initial TH. And then the words looked and liked, so that initial L. And then the J, the initial J for just, because that's in that repeated phrase. And then the initial F for fat. So a lot of these words are heavy throughout. So if you have any, you know, articulation kiddos, these are, there's a lot of great opportunities for this book. Yeah. So again, those are the two books. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. So we do have books for both of these. If you want some activities and also cheat sheets to help you provide therapy using both of these picture books, those are available on TPT. We also have key teaching points available on TPT, which lists out books by seasons or by themes. If you want to look into that, or you could go to our blog, sweetsouthernspeech.com and we do have a free book search. All of these links and products that we have mentioned will be linked to in our show notes. Thanks so much. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today. Click the description for this episode on your listening app or go to sweetsouthernspeech.com to access the show notes. We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard today. Please leave us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode.